Life gets hard when you get down I'm just trying to figure my shit out What's going on guys? My name is Mark Anthony Joe And this is Coffee with Mark For those of you that are regular listeners to the podcast and you know even if this is just your first episode um i i don't want it to go unacknowledged or unnoticed but i I really 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 appreciate you guys showing up and and um you know and listening in you know after all i mean the the reason why i started this podcast was you know really primarily because um it just you know, it just seems like in society, in the society in which we live right now, um, the kind of conversations that I think are are by far the most valuable and productive conversations to have, they just seem to be getting harder and harder and harder to come by. You know, like seriously, I mean, um, we have we live in a culture that seems to have evolved over the past 10, 20, 30, I don't know, over over the past few decades um, that almost discourages uh, conversations about personal excellence and personal growth and striving and, 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 and really making the most of the opportunity that each one of us has to live, to live life to the fullest. You know, it it, it almost discourages the hard conversations, the conversations about the quote unquote forbidden topics like, you know, financial success or God and religion or politics and social justice. Right. God forbid. God forbid a few of us disagree or maybe we we start in different places and we can't even we can't even come together and really just let's talk about it. You know, let's talk about it because nine times out of 10, when we get, when we sit down across the table from one another and we sit and we, and we, and we both, you know, really have a chance to, uh, in a neutral manner, um, clearly articulate our thoughts and our, and our, and our position on certain things, our perspective and, 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 and actually share how we came to have adopted that perspective. A lot of times we can meet in a place of understanding and respect and, 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 and who knows, we might even agree, you know, we might even agree. One of us may even have an opportunity to, um, to help the other, uh, see thir- certain things from a different perspective, you know, and, 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 and I mean, after all, right, each one of our perspectives is influenced by our previous experiences, right? That's, that's something that I try to keep in mind. It's like, you know, one of the reasons why I try to show up and share some of my experiences is just because my experiences have given me a perspective, a perspective that a lot of people don't have. And it's not to say that it's either the, the right or the wrong perspective. It's just a perspective. It's just one. And through sharing my experiences, maybe I can share uh, or I can help people understand why I see things from a certain perspective. And if I can impart a perspective that helps you see things a little differently, then awesome. You know, and uh, and it's I think we all have our own value to offer if only we all had an outlet to share uh, our previous experiences and the perspective from which we see things. It would it, everybody would I think everybody would grow. 
in, a, in an environment like that. And so this is just me doing my part. You know, this is just me sharing my perspective. And you know what? I've been really, really, really enjoying the new format of these episodes rather than, you know, coming to the each episode with a predetermined topic and really just diving in and, and almost doing a lecture. I didn't feel good about that. You know why? Because who am I to be lecturing on this topic or that topic? You know, I'm just another guy on the path trying to figure it out just like everybody else. Um, and so I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't necessarily like, you know, kind of positioning myself as the authority um, and instead approaching these in a, in a conversational manner as if you and I are just sitting here chatting and I have an opportunity to share my experience and my perspective and why I see things the way that I do. Hopefully, hopefully that's the way that it comes off to you guys. And once in a while, who, shoot, who knows, maybe, maybe I'll share something here um, you know, that really helps you, that really helps you see things through a different light and, uh, and enriches your life in some capacity. Because I know that the experiences that I've had, while a lot of them, a lot of them are rooted in pain and suffering, um, they really have, they've enriched my life a, a thousandfold. And, um, and, and I want that for you too, seriously. You know, I, I do. And, you know, yesterday I, I had a really, really good conversation with um, a friend of mine. And, and it, was, it didn't start as a good conversation. It was because, you know, I'm talking to this person about life, about life. And, and I was sharing, um, you know, one of my frustrations is that I, I often look around at the way that people live their lives and it almost seems like people are content um, putting it off, you know, putting it off. Like people literally postpone living. Um, they say, oh, man, I'll do that someday or I'll do that tomorrow. Or, man, I always wanted to do X. And and I'm just not sure that they really, really grasp. Like, like I, I know that intellectually it's easy to understand or acknowledge that, hey, you know, every day is an opportunity. Every day is a gift. Every day is a chance for you to um, for you to live, for you to live, for you to embrace the opportunity presented with each moment, with each day. I think people understand that intellectually, but they don't they don't really they don't they don't really um, embrace it. You know, I, I, and, and this person that I was talking to, you know, it really applied uh, to her as well. And I said, man, you, you can't postpone living. You're not going to you're I mean, for all for all we know, you know, we, we have to assume you're not going to get a second chance at this. This is this is not a dress rehearsal. This is life. This is your this is your opportunity to live and for you to put it off. Uh, until next year or uh, for a decade or even for next time right um is just it's just blasphemy like it it really 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 is and it's it's one of my my biggest frustrations because again going back to ex you know your perspective is really just is really just rooted in your own experiences well well guys i i spent five and a half years in prison and, and I can vividly remember, you know, days where I would just sit on my bed uh, in prison and, and I would just sit there 
fantasizing about like what would I do today if if only I were free, if only I weren't here. Um, you know, how would I be spending my time if I had a, a choice with how I spent my time? I would sit there and I would fantasize. I would think about all the big goals and aspirations that I had for my life, all the things that I wanted to accomplish, the companies I wanted to build, the, the lives that I wanted to impact. And it was all just a fucking dream. Like it was all just a fucking dream. I would sit there and all I wanted, I was chomping at the bit. All I wanted was to be free, was to have the opportunity that we have today. I know what that feels like. I know what that feels like. I still feel it. When I close my eyes and think back to that day, I can still feel it. Sitting there just fantasizing about what I would do with my life if I had a choice and I look around at society right now and I see people everywhere, everywhere, willingly sitting on their couch the same way that I was sitting on my bed in prison that day, fantasizing about what they would do with their life if only they had a choice and they don't realize that they have a choice. They don't realize that they have the choice. They have the choice. You have the opportunity right now, today, that I used to sit and fucking daydream about. And, and here you are saying, oh, maybe tomorrow I'll start, maybe next month, maybe next year, um, maybe when the kids get out of school, maybe I'll think about doing this. No, you, you ha it's here. This is, this, is, this is your opportunity. And you know what I think about a lot is like, we're all gonna die at some point anyway. Like, seriously, okay? This is something that I don't think uh, many people really feel comfortable. Uh, they don't like talking about it. They don't like thinking about it. They don't like acknowledging it. But but becoming intimately familiar with our own mortality, it's one of the things that you can do that will enrich your life m more than anything you've ever done before. Seriously. Seriously, this singular concept of, of mortality, of acknowledging that, hey, you're going to die Okay, it, it has it's probably had a bigger influence on my um, on my own experience and approach to life than any other singular concept. And and really, I, I, I sort of uh, was put in a position where I was forced to become intimately familiar with our mortality. It was, uh, you know, honestly, just the death of my brother. When my brother died, he was 24 years old. I was 16. And I let it completely fucking destroy me. I mean, seriously. I mean, this, this is how I ended up in prison in the first place is, you know, I was a good kid. I was a good student. I was a good athlete. I was on, um, you know, I was everybody would have told you back then that like Mark's going to be playing, you know, college basketball somewhere and then he's going to become a lawyer or, um, you know, a, a doctor or a teacher or something, because that was just me. You know, I was naturally very, very uh, interested in my studies. I loved English and, and history and philosophy. Um, I was a great student. I was in all AP classes through all through high school, and I was a great basketball player. Um, and my brother died, and it just... I, I, I became overwhelmed. I allowed myself to become overwhelmed with grief, you know, and frustration. 
and I and I just spiraled out of control. Seriously, I started using drugs and 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 participating in crazy, you know, uh, things. You know, being extremely reckless uh, with my life and um, and and before you know it, you know, the rest is history. Okay. And, and having gone through that and then having to dig myself out of the hole that I dug for myself, what I realized is that um, the idea of death had, 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 like my brother dying, you know, had, had completely um, unraveled my, enti- my entire life. Everything that I knew and understood about life, you know, I had to basically rebuild and under reconstruct an understanding about life. And, and, and really, um, I grew to accept that life, hey, life is just, uh, or excuse me, death is just a part of life. You know, it is just a part of life. It is, it is a, you, you can't have one without the other. And um, at some point, you know, we all, um, are, are going to die at different points, but at some point we are all going to die and you have to be okay with that because if you're not one, you know, you can find yourself in a position like, like I did when you lose somebody that is close to you and it, comp- it, it literally completely, not only do you lose that person, but you lose yourself. Right. And, and I, and I just kind of, I came to a point where I was never going to let that happen again is that I, I have to be okay with this. I have to. Because it is inevitable. You are going to lose people. And not only that, but it is also inevitable um, that you yourself, people are going to lose you. You are going to pass away at some point anyway. Um, and so why not live while you're here? Okay, why, why not live while you're here? And then t- to take that just one step further, because I know that when we start talking about you know death and acknowledging your own mortality, it's really easy to fall into the mindset of like YOLO, right? Like remember when YOLO was really popular? Everybody's like YOLO, you know, you only live once, um, so you might as well just quit your job and you know abandon all of your responsibilities and just do everything that you want to do every day. That is not what I'm advocating. Okay, that is no way to live. Um, it, it really is is stupid that people would even think like that. But I am. Uh, saying that, hey, you only get one shot at this thing. You really do. And if you're going to die someday anyway, you may as well really try to make the most of every single opportunity that you have. And, and, and how that looks for me, okay, is one, is really just acknowledging, I think that, I think that for most people, we are so much more significant and important in our brains than we really are in actuality, okay? Uh, I've asked people before, hey, can you name three people that were alive 100 years ago? Like, think about it. Can you name three people that were alive 100 years ago or more, okay? Likely, it's not very easy for you to come up with three people that were alive 100 years ago or more. Even if you could, okay, I bet you couldn't, I bet you couldn't name 10, Okay, so that should tell you that, you know, of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of people that were alive 100 plus years ago or billions of people, I guess I should say before that, that were alive 100 plus years ago. All right. You can't even name 10 of them. So what's the likelihood that somebody is going to remember your name 100 plus years from now? Seriously, what's the likelihood Okay, and and my point that I'm trying to make here is that you're not that significant. 
You are not that significant. If you're, if you're postponing your own life, if you're putting off chasing your dreams or making a big decision because you're worried about what uh, somebody in your life is going to think or maybe you're worried about how it's going to affect the next person or you're worried about what your family will think or you're worried about what your husband or your wife would think or you're, you're worried about what society or your old friends would think. And, and so you're putting off making a decision. Uh, that's the decision that ultimately you want to make for your life. You're putting off chasing your dreams. You're putting off um, trying to pursue your dream job. You're putting off living your life. You're postponing your life for the sake of what other people would think. Um, you're fucking crazy. You know, you're, you're crazy. A hundred years from now, nobody, nobody is going to remember your name. Nobody. Okay, maybe your family but nobody is going to remember your name. Nobody is, 1,000%, one, 1, nobody is going to remember that, um, you know, you made this decision that other people didn't like, okay? That, that you were crazy enough to chase your dreams, that you were crazy enough to uh, try to make the most of your life, right? Nobody, nobody's going to remember that, oh, Susan, you know, Susan, uh, she, she quit her job at the telemarketing firm and, and, you know, really pursued her passion and tried to create her own, uh, you know, eyelash business. Okay. Fucking nobody is going to, is going to remember that. Okay. Uh, even if you try and fail, nobody's going to remember it. Right. So that my point is you are not so significant that you owe it to the people around you to, to, to fucking sacrifice or forego living your own life for their sake, all right? You're, you're not that important. You're not that significant, okay? A hundred years from now, nobody is going to remember your life or your name, likely, okay? There's a chance. You could be one of those very few people who, you know, they write history books about, and if you are, then cool, man. That's fucking awesome. Um, I'm a huge history person, but just the, the, the statistics, the sheer numbers would tell me that it is highly, highly, highly unlikely that a hundred years from now, anyone is going to remember your name or the decision that you made, okay? So you may as well live, live, do it, send it. You know, you only get one shot. And if you fail, no big deal. Circle, regroup, you know, what's, what's that, uh, what's that college, like college drinking, uh, phrase that they say, um, uh, oh, puke and rally. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Puke and rally. Okay, don't puke, but rally. You know, if you fail, cool. Just rally. You know, get back up, get back to it. Um, because again, this is your chance. This is your chance. Even that's that's another thing. Is like once you fail and you know you fall flat on your face. A lot of people, you know, they just they just they mope and they you know get down on themselves and and they they set themselves back a number of weeks months years they lose their confidence maybe they stop trying no it's nothing changed nothing changes okay this is still your chance it's still your shot and who knows you may not get another one you know and so that's 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 really it is you know the conversation i had recently was it really was it was rooted in this idea that like, man, everywhere I look, man, people, they, 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 they're okay just postponing their life. 
You know, when I was sitting in that prison cell, sitting on my bed, just daydreaming about what I would do with my life if only I had the chance that we have now, okay, understand that my life at that point had been postponed, okay? It had been postponed. I was sentenced to five and a half years in prison, and, and no matter what, I, I couldn't start. I couldn't start living my life the way that I really wanted to until that five and a half years had, has it, had expired, okay? You, you, you are self-imposing a sentence on yourself. You are postponing your own life voluntarily. You're doing exactly, you're spending your days doing exactly what I spent my days doing back then sitting around fucking daydreaming about what you would do with your life if only you had the courage, okay? This is your this is your wake-up call. Okay, you're not sitting in a prison cell. You and I'm so I'm so thankful for it, but you're not sitting in a prison cell. Okay? Likely you're sitting on your couch, you're sitting in your car, you're out for a run. You're you you have the opportunity that back then I fucking dreamed about. Okay? Seriously, you have it. All right. Just commit right now. You say, man, I'm not going to waste any more days because because, guys, this thing is precious. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I wish I just wish that I could give you guys that feeling that I have, you know, that feeling of gratitude for the opportunity that we have every single day. Um, all right, guys, but that's really it. Um, I know. And, and I guess the second just to recap the second part of that is, guys, we're all going to pass away at some point anyway, and, it, and it's not to be morbid. It, it really is not. But we're all going to pass away at some point anyway, and likely, all right, nobody's ever going to remember um, whether or not you decided to live your life to the fullest, okay? So for those of you that feel external pressure to settle in life, to stay where you are, to, you know, to, to, to uh, choose the safe path, the, um, you know, to whatever, to adhere to other people's expectations about you and the way that you live your life. Understand that that is you in your brain making yourself way more important than you actually are because a hundred years from now, nobody is going to fucking remember, you know, whether or not you chose to chase your dreams and to live the life that you really, really want for yourself. The only, the only consequence of your decisions is that you're passing up on the opportunity that you have to live your life to the fullest. Um, so that's really it. That, those are some of the main thoughts that I wanted to share with you guys this morning.